Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. favorite vegetable when i was a boy i used to only eat corn was the only one i'd eat uh but now i eat nearly all of them i i feel like i eat all of them and i um you can cook anything to be tasty tim i've learned it's wrong to just assume that there's i mean some foods have distinct tastes but it's wrong to assume that you know wholesale say broccoli is not for you you chuck enough oil and salt on anything, it's going to turn out okay. Eh? Suddenly it works. That's it's so right. funny because I wouldn't even class corn as like a vegetable. Of course it is. But like it would never occur to me. Yeah. You know? it's. I was a very fussy eater. as a, I must have been a disaster. As a boy? Well, just like, you know, you're a parent. You're, you're, Newly you're a parent minted. Infant, yeah. I... You, you cook food for your children. Not yet, though. And you want them to enjoy it. Mm. And if they don't, you know, there's no appreciation for the time outlay that goes into preparing the food. Mm. They're just like, this is, you know, because the world is customized to their wants. And so, like, this is not what I want. And you think, that's well, not really relevant. It's what there is. <laughs> and I was like the total princely embodiment of that entitlement to my mum, who was like this amazing mum who made these delicious meals. And I'd be mm. like, this isn't corn. It's always, I think you also have to temper the amount of work that you put in for a kid's meal because it's... Wow. Um, Olive's yeah. amazing. She eats anything. Really? She's got the most refined palate for a child I've ever seen. Like You could put literally anything in front of her. Caviar. And she'll eat she it. Hone it. She did caviar. Incredible. I'm going to get you guys some caviar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's important she develops a taste for caviar early. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Friend Zone. We just watched Cats. Yeah. We did. With our, well, we oversaw our friends, Sir Andrew Lloyd we, Webber we, and Tom Hooper. We produced the director's commentary. We got them in a room together. Yeah. And we said, you got a lot to talk about here. Have at it, boys. And they did. So that's something to look forward and to. And meanwhile, we just got to watch the movie again. Which was honestly a lot of fun. Yeah. I haven't even put it on Letterboxd yet. I'm loving logging everything on Letterboxd. You've got to stop mentioning them unless they give us money. No brand names. Okay. Except my beloved Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to have rules and to break the rules. So, Tim, mm. one of the windiest days I've seen in a while. Yeah, it's cooked, man. Do you like the wind? It's crazy. Well, it's a northerly. 
So this is weird. In New Zealand, in the southern hemisphere, a northerly is hot. But I guess if you're up in the northern bit of the world, it's cold because it's coming from from the the pole. Yeah. But uh, it's quite weird to have such a strong gale force, hot, hot wind. That is so true. It's quite, um, it's exciting, but it's also like, oh, this feels yeah. bad. You think trees like the wind? Yeah, man, they it's love it. That's like, how they propagate themselves. Sort of like a good stretch for a tree, isn't it? Yeah. Trees, they can get quite lazy and stagnant, and then the wind comes along, and all of a sudden... Without the wind, they wouldn't be able to... Um, What's the word that they use to like fertilize themselves? Or I guess bees do that, cross-pollinate. Yeah, bees love traveling with pollen. Yeah, but so does the wind. Yeah, yeah. But the wind Who does likes a great job of spreading their genetic material. The wind is a, it's a friend to nature, mm-hmm. and it's a foe to, like, I guess, people. Humans who have ensconced themselves in these silly buildings. That's right. We not, should get back out there, brother. Not all buildings are Like Ted Kaczynski, he had the right idea, except the killing people bit. Who's Ted Kaczynski? The Unabomber. Oh. Tim, we can't be saying that he had the right idea. <laughs> Certainly not on the friend zone. No friend of ours. Still alive, I think. I don't even know about this guy. He's in jail now. Rightly so, it sounds like. He wrote a manifesto, which um, I think is still available online. I haven't read all of it. You can just stop talking about him now if you really want. Yeah, up to you. Shall I go on Twitter? What do you mean? Shall I go on the worst idea of all times, Twitter? Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. You should. This is In a- fact, what a great departure. I'll go on Patreon. Okay. This is from um, Wednesday. And today for us is a Sunday. So it's pretty recent. Mm-hmm. Hey, Tim and Guy, been slamming the podcast since a friend put me onto it. Started with Podcast in a Tree before starting Sex in the City 2, and I'm now on to Grown Ups 2. Whoa. You've inspired me to challenge myself to do a film once a week for a year too, and I'd love it if you could choose the film. Uh, if you could choose the film I'd be subjected to. The shortlist is Ocean's 8, Bride Wars, Uncut Gems, Plus One, Little Fockers. Know you're busy lads and must get heaps of messages, but your help would be appreciated. And that is from an author who has not written their name and so will remain nameless. I've only seen Uncut Gems out of that bunch and I loved it. I don't think Uncut Gems is, I think that's going to be a long and hard year. Yeah, and don't ruin it. It's like, it's a decent flick. To me, it comes down to Bride Wars or Little Fockers. What the hell is Little Fockers? Is that like the fourth one? Well, there was Meet the Parents, Meet the Fockers, and then it must be the third one, right? Yeah, this came out in 2010. What, did Terry Polo (laughs) and Ben Stiller have children? It's described as a screwball comedy. That's the genre. 98 minutes. Strict and old-fashioned patriarch Jack Brines. That's Rob De Niro, presumably. Is unhappy with his son-in-law, Greg. That's Ben Stiller. When he takes up a second job at a drug company, so he wants to prove his, his capability by testing him. Um, I'm going to say this one. Little Fockers would be my vote. All right. I think I'm going to go into bat for the 2009 film Bride Wars, starring Kate Hudson and Anne Hathaway, two childhood best friends who have made many plans together for their respective weddings, turn into sworn enemies in a race to get married before each other. Oh, that sounds fun. Uh, that sounds like it'll be a fun one to watch one time and, and terrible Eventually, to keep watching. Yeah, yeah do that. 
Yeah, I'm Bride gonna, Wars. Bride, is so we'll say it, and I'll also write it for you. So I'm writing Bride Wars. Fantastic. That's that one. Now we've got a message uh, from our Patreon. I will say their name. I will say their name at the start and end because I scroll to the end and it's Chuck. Great. Chuck writes, Dear Silatum and Flash Montgomery, Al's Magic Mushroom Man. Hello. I was introduced to you fine, frosty fellas some time ago through your collaboration with the McElroys on the magnificent Death Blart podcast about three years ago. I've since binged your backlog up to season four whilst also listening to your current projects. You have become a permanent fixture in my podcast lineup, so I thought it was fun to make you a permanent fixture on my bank statement. Yeah, yeah. Legend. I'm messaging you because I noticed a trend during the friend zone where people would message you after receiving their PhD to thank you for the laughs you both provided along the way. This seemed to confuse and concern you both. And as a PhD student myself... Here we fucking go. Don't worry, I'm seven years in with the end only dimly in view, so you're both doing much better than me, I thought I'd offer an explanation. The core of the worst idea experience seems to be the heroic effort of continually uh, returning to a state of abject misery, going through the drudgery of performing the same questionable actions over and over whilst looking as hard as you can for something novel to make the experience worthwhile, running yourself ragged as you sprint to the end and finally find the jubilation that comes from liberating yourself of these self-imposed burdens. Let me tell you, that is an experience that every graduate student is intimately familiar with. You both deserve honorary doctorates from Ivy League schools for the innovations in the field of media studies born from your suffering. If I had it my way, you'd already have them. Whether I'm making electrodes, performing crude brain surgery, or scooping up rat shit, which I'm allergic to, your dulcet tones and bizarre senses of humor have kept me grounded and sane in this arduous time in my life. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. Can't wait to see what off-the-wall concept you've got planned next. Keep on keeping on. Say my name, Chuck. Postscript. I'm happy the Boner Inspector finally got his happy ending. He spent so long searching your trousers to no avail. Thank God this valiant trooper finally got the release he so desperately needed. Couldn't agree more. Thanks, Chuck. You've got a heart of gold and a big old brain. And uh, it's nice to contextualize... I mean, this is the, the thing. The whys and wherefores. Yeah. Different people look at the same painting and they take away a different message. Mm-hmm. Different people listen to the podcast and they take away a different PhD. And that's just the way the world goes. There's a painting. What do you take away from it? We've got a painting in the room with us, folks. Uh, I feel good. Sick. How do you feel? Energy. It looks very kinetic to me. Yeah. Like the ocean. It looks like waves That's, on the I, ocean. I, that was my um that belonged to my my parents. So I've got a long and storied like that represents home to me, that painting, more than like me taking away a message from the actual art. Like its presence anywhere represents to me like the safety of a of you know the ocean. The ocean, yeah. The ocean's a very safe place. Don't no, check, that's very that's cool. Don't that's check, sweet. Don't check for rips. Don't. 
Just get out there. Swim, be- swim between the flags is for cowards. Oh, I don't say that. I don't like that. I don't you co-sign just, there. You just went on board as being pro the uni bomber. This is <laughs> one of the most off-the-rails friend zones. Okay, this is another one. Hey, Frosty fellas, I just want to say your podcast has got me thought. I'm sure that was meant to be through some really tough times. And the utter joy and happiness you bring to so many is a treasure. Much love from a Frosty fella from down under. Brody. With a heart. To you, when you hear Down Under, and thanks Brody for the message, do you think New Zealand and Australia are exclusively Australia? Like, do you ever self-describe as being uh, from Down Under? No, but when people describe it, I think I think of the entire continent encompassing both places. I don't just think of Australia. Our continent includes all the Pacific Islands as well. I know. Do you, do you consider... The nation of Tonga to be down under? No. Me neither. Even though they are. What does that mean, though? To be down under? Yeah. Being in the Pacific. Being beneath the equator? Yeah. Yeah, I think of, um, you know, Brazil is down under. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Someone wrote, the worst idea of all time for Shrek would be to watch Shrek retold on YouTube, and that was sent in December before we did any Shrek content. We might have been talking Shrek. We might have been. Do you know what, what Shrek retold is? It's, no. It feels like maybe it's a fan-made thing yeah. it's on YouTube. It sounds interesting. It Check does. Now, what about this? Also, we got a reply. Did you see that from the person who wanted us to pick their movie? Oh. I can't remember if they wanted their name revealed, but they responded already with a love heart and said, it shall be so. That's right. Terrifying. That is crazy power to wield. That's real-time power. We were just like, this, and then now that's someone's year. Done. What about this? Hello, Tim Drake, Guy Gardner, and all the other Friendzone inhabitants. I've been listening to your lovely voices since late season one, so first things first, I want to extend a long overdue thank you for your sacrifice. However, that's not why I'm writing today. Inspired by your own heroism, I've begun pulling my own life apart with needlessly demanding bits, social experiments. Last year, I let algorithms make as many of my choices as possible, which turned out to be chillingly easy. This year, I was going to take the old Desert Island game seriously and choose one movie, book, podcast, etc. to get me through the whole year. When I decided on Groundhog Day as my movie, I thought about you frosty fellas and decided to say, fuck it, and also watch Groundhog Day... Every single day this year. What? This is from the. This is January 2022. This message, so it's it's semi recent. Oh my god! I'm 13 viewings in, and while the movie's holding up so far, my brain is starting to become mush. So I also want to give you boys a hearty fuck you for being so damn inspiring in such a profoundly stupid way. I've also chosen your show as the only podcast I'll be listening to in 2022. So please, for the love of God, keep up the great work. Mumble my motherfucking name. Jake, nah, man, I don't know about this. It doesn't sound like you're looking after yourself very well. (laughs) And I'm worried about you. I don't think you should be watching Groundhog Day daily. It's quite a big time commitment. I will say that. It's a big, it is. Yeah, it is, man. I mean, let's start there. It's a big time commitment. Oh. You do you. You're in charge of your own destiny. 
of course, but like you do you, you're in charge of your own destiny. You do you, seems... you're in charge of your own destiny. You do you, you're in charge of your own destiny. You do you, you're in charge of your own destiny. We do cats daily for a week and it really started to get to me. Yeah. By the end of that. That's the only da- that's the only daily we've done, right? And we stopped after seven. Yeah. So I don't know about how are you, man, Tim? Year of, I tried to down. lie down, but it didn't quite work with the um, the headphone situation. I kept slipping off. I see. The boys were both lying down briefly. Uh, yeah, I'm lying on the couch. I'm pretty. T- hey, man, I'm pretty tired. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit of a sleepy, yeah, sleepy boy. That's going to happen from time to time. Yeah, sometimes. How did in Remy, life, How did Remy sleep last you get night? Sleepy, not great. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's all right. You know, this baby's going to baby. That's what they do. That's what they do. And what? would like to remind me of oh my goodness thank god oh wait that's not even their name interesting hey tim and guy so cool to be writing to you i'm only a recent subscriber to the patreon but honestly i should have started giving you guys money a long time ago since i've been listening to the podcast since midway through season one. Oh, that's a long time ago <laughs> yeah what are we up to now in this february wait it is february yeah. Oh, shit. I missed our anniversary. Oh. I have a funny feeling it was like yesterday. Our anniversary? Yeah. Of the of the first episode of the pod going up. Was that which means, 14? Yeah. So 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. We're eight. We're eight years old. Eight going on nine. We're in our no, ninth year. Is that how it works? Yeah. Shit. So you're 34 going on your 35th uh, year? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And 34 divided by 8, 8, 16, 24, 32. It's like oh, it's a fifth doing. of your life has been doing this. More. If it was a fifth, eight, well, that's um, a 40. four and a half. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, it's close to it. Oh, that's sobering. Yeah, dog. What do you, what do you think about that? Is that too long? Well, I'm lying down right now, so I can sort of take whatever comes. It's brought me a lot of laughter throughout the years, and I always look forward to new episodes. I really think all your guys' content is just great, and that everyone should hire you to do whatever it is you want to do all the time. That's a very generous (laughs) idea. That's lovely. I like that a lot. The catalyst to me finally subscribing was because I saw you were going to be watching Shrek, and I needed to listen to the episode. Shrek is my favorite movie of all time. Oh, wow. I watch the first film every couple of months and wow. usually do a marathon of all the films and drink swamp juice. And there's two asterisks. What's the plural of asterisks? And am I saying asterisks, right? Yeah, you're saying asterisks. Right? Question everything, man. Asterisk. Asterisks. Asterisk. Asterisks. Asterisks and obelisk. But what is the plural of asterisks? Asterisks. Estri. Estri. I'm going to say Estri. There's two Estri after uh, Swamp Juice. Is one of my birthday events every year. This isn't weird because Shrek is the 22nd most watched film of all, according to IMDb. Anyway, I was very excited that you did the watch since Tim said he had never seen the film. Guilty. And <laughs> didn't uh, really want to. I was overwhelmed and honestly a bit offended. I loved listening to the episode and seeing you guys' reactions and thought Alexei Toliopoulos was a really great addition. I was very impressed with his extensive knowledge of Shrek and Mike Myers more broadly. I don't know, why are you offended? Maybe because it was on Worst Idea, you know? Maybe because you'd never seen it before. Yeah, yeah, that's true. 
I was waiting for the bit where it was like, but Tim sucks. <laughs> but Tim's cancelled. I hope you will consider watching the sequels, or at least Shrek 2, Tick, um, since many people consider it to be even better than the first one. I think I said that. You probably did. Yeah. Uh, this is bullshit, in my opinion, but the movie is still very good, and many iconic scenes and characters are involved. The soundtrack is also excellent. I did want to say one thing regarding your comments about Robin Hood. I get why you would want the character to be British given the historical significance, but I think the fact that he is French says something and says some interesting things about stereotypes in the Anglophone world. Uh, is the French in the French version? He is extremely Italian, and his song is very funny. Actually, I recommend watching the movie in any other languages as you may uh, you may speak. Uh-oh. So you can really enjoy all of the interesting jokes on the diff- uh, sorry d- uh, interesting takes on the different jokes. Ultimately, nothing beats the original voice cast though. Okay, I will shut up about Shrek now. Sorry, this got long. I just want to say that I'm a huge fan of the podcast and and am planning on giving you a bunch more money when I start my doctorate. Of course, start- of course, another one We've of the, the most educated. <laughs> What an insane claim, but I reckon pound for pound, we've got the most educated podcast audience yeah. of all. Well, we're very intelligent. Tim, a, the thing is, we're super intelligent. I've been making grad student money for a thousand years, which is why I haven't paid you guys until now. This person's a vampire. If they, and they spend their time studying. <laughs> nice one, you supernatural idiot. If this gets on the friend zone, you can say the name below. I'm writing under a pseudonym. Cheers and much love, Katrina Amaretto family. Thank you, Katrina. Asterixes. Swamp juice Here's is the recipe. A Shrek themed cocktail I invented. Yeah. Which is basically just a mimosa, but with green juice instead of orange juice. It's uh, called that because it looks like juice from a swamp. And there's a full serving of vegetables in every glass of swamp juice. My partner didn't want to try it at first, but now he begrudgingly admits it is both delicious and fibrous. (laughs) That's what I look for in a cocktail. Fiber. All about health. Um Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a short one, Tim, but it, it encourages engagement. Are you listening? Mm-hmm. Theory. New Zealanders are the capybaras of humans. In terms of general chillness. <laughs> Do go on. Oh, is that it? Yeah. That is short. Uh, I agree. I don't know a lot about capybaras. I just see cute photos of them chilling out. They look like sloths online. They're beha- behaviorally. Yeah. And I know a lot about New Zealanders because I am one and I'm surrounded by them. That's right. I, I mean... We don't let things get too out of hand until recently. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a bunch of protesters who are camped out for the fourth day, I think, on the lawns of Parliament. But unlike other countries that may send in the Defence Force or the police, which, I mean, TBC, maybe things will heat up. But instead, the Speaker of the House of Parliament turned the sprinklers on them. Yeah. Which is quite churlish. Well, but very New Zealand. By New Zealand standards, that is a slap in the face. I hope things don't heat up now and it gets yucky. There's, Who knows? There's a lot of the, them. The, I think one of the big challenges that protest is facing is there's no single vision. They don't have it's always a, it's a, tricky a person thing. in charge. Yeah, it's, protesting's hard to do it properly when you actually like... Activism's tricky when you want to get something They've done. They've just got like a variety of people with... Uh, very different. We're gri- just mad at the government. Gripes. Yeah, and it's associated with you know how things are going for yeah. the virus. But yeah, I say this. To... I disagree with them. Yeah, so not everything's perfect, but they're complaining about some oh, pretty far fetched things. It's you know that's why you and I are different, but we're still able to get along because we're such good friends. Yeah, dear frosty fellers. Hello, long time listener, first time caller. You boys have helped me through some of the hardest times of my life in the past few years, from being laid off of the best job I ever had to immediately working the worst job I ever had. The NZ boys have been there for me through it all. That's us. Just wanted to say, yo, thanks for the laughs, and I'm just so stinking proud of you both. Aww. I absolutely loved the Sex in the City script read and was howling at the introduction of Batman. <laughs> A better crossover than anything the Marvel Cinematic Universe dickheads could deliver. I do have a potentially big problem for my bodacious boys. I turned my buddy Sam onto your podcast recently and he binged your Sex and the City 2 series in a few weeks. The issue is that Sam is a staunch libertarian and has effectively grown your libertarian audience by 100%. <laughs> Are you mad at me for this? <laughs> or maybe disappointed in me? Anyways, love you boys and say my name if you want. Alex. Proud to double our libertarian and full listenership to two. That's I can't really believe cool. it's going to be a real, like the muscle memory of referring to the two people listening to this podcast, no longer saying listener, but talking about our listeners, that's going to be a big adjustment for me. But it's one I feel confident I can make. Another message from the Patreon before we cap off this tiny little mini-sized friend zone. Yeah, sounds good. 
please tell me you boys are going to review the next Sex in the City reboot. Someone sent to us months ago well, in December. They'll be pleased by what we've done. Happy to oblige. Yeah. Anything and for our Patreons. We did that off our own bat. Yeah, we sure did. Um, thank you for your continued support, everybody. Your words of friendship and warmth. What is that buzz we're getting on the line? <laughs> it's Guy. It's Guy making the buzz. It was kind of fun. You know when you're lying there and mm-hmm. you're going to sleep and your eyes are shut and then you just hear this? That one's a mosquito. Yeah. Do, do that. Do that. Oh, fuck. Yeah, apart from Lost that. was that. a really good mosquito. I, I honestly wanted to swipe you yeah, away yeah. just then. I can't get, in my headphones. I can't hold it. When I'm getting it's close to the mic, hard. I'm getting nervous. No, it's just, it just takes a lot of breath. Guy Montgomery available for voice work <laughs> anytime you need it. Where are we? Um, we're at worstideaofalltime.com. We are at facebook.com slash worstideaofalltime. We are at twitter.com slash twiwatpod. And Instagram. Same are handle. we? And Instagram. Same do we handle. have an Instagram? Oh, yeah, we do. I forgot. Did you? Yeah, I genuinely did. I posted a photo of you on that recently. Twi-wet you look pod. handsome as all hell. Oh, thanks, buddy. You look fantastic. Um, so if you want to reach out to us, mm-hmm. you've got multiple options. And if you don't want to reach out to us, that's your call. We're going to keep releasing podcasts anyway. Yeah, yeah, We know yeah, there's yeah, yeah. two of you now. Hey, can I give everyone a heads up on something? Um, we are in the middle of like creating the Killionaire TV show, and uh, it is proving way trickier than I thought. Mm. And so it may take me a little while to get that all edited up. So please bear with us. It's quite a resource-intensive little process, mm. and I don't know if it will, the output will sort of reflect the time and energy that's gone into it, but that's the nature of the show. But just know that, like, we're cooking. There's always stuff being cooked There's in always, the worst idea The kitchen. kitchen's never off. Like, no and, one's ever not in the kitchen. Even yeah. when you're like, where's this fucking food I ordered, like, yeah. four weeks ago? It is being and prepared. And you know what? When the food arrives, if it's not exactly what you ordered... Know that we worked very hard on it. <laughs> like, a, like a small child giving you a yeah. macaroni it's, tie it's, for Christmas. We're not phoning it in. We're it's just difficult to nail it every single time. We don't have PhDs. We're not like the rest of yeah. you. You know? We're but, just ignoramuses that someone gave a microphone to. That's right. And we love you. So look after yourselves. Look after one another as there are two of you. And go see um, Guy in Melbourne in Sydney. If you're in Australia, please watch me do comedy. And if you're not, please look us up on YouTube so you yeah. can watch us do comedy. Yes, sick. Otherwise, just keep doing whatever it is that makes you feel good, um, so long as that's not interfering with anyone else's life. Nice one, bro. That is the libertarian way. <laughs> Bye, everybody. In the friend zone, you're always home. In the friend zone.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.